found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Hi, gang. It's a Monday, the 21st day of August. Boy, do I feel great. Look at that. Good to be back. Dale Lau, back in the saddle. <laughs> oh, man, it seems like I wasn't gone at all. I know. <laughs> I know. But at least I... Uh, had a week where I didn't work. I did come in yesterday. We had an issue on your station. But I fixed it. Good job. And, uh, you know, that's all you can do. All right. Good job. So my 15-word essay. I was going to say, tell us in, you know, <laughs> 20 words or less. Yes, for me. Doesn't take many words. Right. I woke up, maybe found something to eat. Yeah. Watched some TV, took naps, rocked in corner, sucked thumb, <laughs> contemplated retirement uh, many times. My favorite was when you came in to get your check. You snuck in the back door <laughs> in your pajamas. Telling you a big shh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just here to funny. get something. That was funny. Coming and going, man. Yep. So here we are, back and ready to go. So I guess you played best ofs while I was gone. I did. Yeah. I did. I played um, <laughs> the week of May 22nd. Okay. Which was funny because I've, I'd forgotten how much you were looking forward to a, to the weekend. Oh. So we had a three-day you know, yeah, right. yeah. weekend was coming up. So we're very excited. See, I've, I've got that ahead in the future here for Labor Day. That's hope, right. That's going to be know, just around the corner. So I'm hoping for that. Yeah. So we'll see. So I guess uh, everything went fine while mm-hmm. I was, you know, no need for me. Okay, that's that's why I've been silently quitting. You know, it's right. Place works fine without me. <laughs> so, anyway, it is uh, nice to be back to do this and be around you, Matt. It's good to have you back. Now there are 14 major American cities that are part of a globalist climate organization known as the C40 Cities Climate Leadership Group. All right. They have plans for zero kg of meat consumption, zero kg of dairy consumption. Is that kilograms? Yes. Three new clothing items per year per person. That's all you're allowed. Zero private vehicles owned. And one short haul return flight, less than 1,500 kilometers. As you know, here in the States, we're all about kilometers. I was going to say, this, this means nothing to us. <laughs> only, only every three years per person. And they want this by 2030. Wow. Seven years. It's headed by and largely funded by Democrat billionaire Michael Bloomberg. Hmm. Nearly 100 cities across the world make up the organization. And the American member cities include... Austin, Texas, Boston, Massachusetts, Chicago, Houston, Los Angeles, Miami, New Orleans, New York City, Philadelphia, Phoenix, Portland, San Fran, Washington, D.C., and Seattle. Wow. Zero. They don't want you consuming any of that stuff or doing, and you know. So no meat. Nothing. No dairy. No. You get three new clothing yes. items per person That's per it. year. <laughs> so does that include you like underwear? Walk around like a caveman. <laughs> is That's that what, what it is? They're, they're, you know, <laughs> Ugh. Uh. You know, 
three. That's right. all you get. So if you need new socks, is that one per Well, foot? I would presume, no. No, I'm presuming you get a pack of underwear, hmm. okay? And then, you you know, you get to wear one shirt all year. Zero. <laughs> yeah. Zero private vehicles. Yeah. You can't drive. You can't. No. <laughs> now, how realistic is it? Right. Seriously. In seven years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, we in seven years we're not going to have the abilities to charge along the roadways, the infrastructure. Uh, you wouldn't think you know, so. I, I just don't see it. So in seven years, how do you? Well, this says nothing about electric cars. Does nothing, it? You can't have. It doesn't say, but it says zero private vehicles. Mm. I presume whether that's electric or gas. Can't have one. Boy, I sure want to live like that. <laughs> Jeepers, that sounds great. That sounds exciting. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Not policy, by the way, recommendations. Ah. Just so anyway, that's uh the target of eliminating meat, dairy, and private vehicles is based on a future vision of resource efficient production and extensive changes in consumer choices. I'd say it's extensive. Uh yeah. Something its authors clearly hope to bring about. If there were not their, if these were not their goals, they would not have labeled them ambitious targets. Ambitious indeed. That's just um, I can't imagine. So, would you be prohibited from entering those cities in your vehicle? It's a good question. You know, I mean, none of that's detailed, but that's just. Um, and again, you know, you and I have been to Chicago. Yeah. And quite frankly, it's not hard to get around on the... No. You know, the, it really no. isn't. It's pretty simple. You go red or blue. <laughs> you know, uh, East and west is uh, red and blue is north-south. And you just, uh, you know... But other than that... Part I, of what makes our country what our country is, is the ability to, to live wherever you want and work wherever you want. So if you live here and work in Lafayette, you can do that. You work here in town, you yeah. can do that. Whatever. Whatever. And I personally, of course, meat is getting pricey, but, uh, right. you know, I, I'm not ready to give up meat mm. and dairy. I suppose I could go with almond milk. You know, I live with it. I, I've yeah. never really tried it. Have you? Uh, yeah. Is it okay? Yeah. Is it very milk-like? Or? In my... Uh, you call it my gruel, my uh, okay, yes. my <laughs> your bowl of morning gruel. It's uh, we use we use almond milk in that, and it's it's fine. Do yeah. you really don't notice a difference? No, so, so I, but I presume it's a little more than regular cow milk, right? I would assume. Okay. So anyway, that's pretty ambitious for the year twenty thirty. I would say so, because it's just. And all this goes through political changes, too. If you end up with a different administration in the upcoming election, yeah. things are going to change again. Yeah. They change back, boom, bing. <laughs> it's all over the place. So, and that, again, he's a Democrat, the, the billionaire. I just feel it's, I mean, the, the one that all these cities, so like Austin, Boston, yeah. Chicago, Houston, whatever. Houston and Austin, I mean, those are two... In Texas, yeah, meat in the middle of like 
beef central, you know. <laughs> How's that work? I don't know. I guess uh, we'll wait and see how it develops. I'm just envisioning like the movie Soylent Green. You ever see the Soylent Green? Yeah, it's a pretty recent movie. Yeah, it's okay. It's, you know, it's it's fairly new. It is. It's it's newer. Yeah, that's true. But you know, they started developing this uh, you know food product, and it was people. <laughs> okay, they were they were serving up people. It was 1973, <laughs> by the way. You know, is that what we're going to do? Gonna turn, we're all going to wear uniforms like you see in you know some of these later years that we're supposed to look like, you know. Sure. In the space age. Mm-hmm. Like Jetson suits. Like, you know, boots. Like we all have matching. Yeah, we yeah. all wear the same. Yeah. But you'll be in a different class, you and I. You know, we'll be no, in the... That's true. We'll have to wear like a blue suit and we'll be identified as, you know... <laughs> lepers yeah. basically yeah. in this new colony that's that's the way I envision this I mean the way they're talking it's like I don't know just kind of weird I mean we can do things other than all that I, you would think so I mean we, we don't hear about the refrigeration units that are we never hear the story of the ozone repairing itself since we've done that that's true we don't we just heard how bad we were, not how good we've done. Mm-hmm. It's six thirty-one. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, we That's always hear point. how bad we are, but now how not never that we've improved. Yeah. So we'll uh, take a break when we come back. Sushi. Do you like sushi? Uh, I, I used to. Okay. I'm sure you've got a horror story concerning. Okay, so yeah. we'll we'll hit that when we come back. You know, you would think gas stations might be the leaders of sushi sales, but uh, sure. it's not the case. Okay. You might be surprised. All right. We'll uh, do that when we come back and more coming up. This is Tidbits. It's 6.38. It is a Monday. Tidbits live this week. Had the best of with Matthew. That's right. Last week. The uh, sushi. I've never been interested in even trying it. I'm not super crazy about fish to begin with, let right. alone raw. And always the stories I hear of bad effects, you know, with worms right. and right. so forth. Right. But Kroger has become the biggest seller of sushi in the U.S. No kidding. Yeah. Now, who would think Kroger would be the uh, biggest grocery store. Sells more than 40 million pieces of sushi in a typical year. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Never would have thought of that. That's a lot. Kroger, based out of Cincinnati, owns the Ralph's, Smith's, and Harris Teeter. They uh, claim, among others, it runs more than 2,700 stores across 35 states and the District of Columbia. Employs nearly 430,000 people. Wow. The company, which generated about $148 billion of sales last year, has agreed to buy rival Albertsons for about $20 billion. Dang. That deal's pending regulatory approval, so they'll sell even more sushi if that goes through. Their data shows that the rolls bring new customers to its stores and encourage existing shoppers to visit more often. 
The uh, grocery operator says it noticed in 2020, when it was reviewing data from the consumer research from Circana Group, that it was the nation's biggest sushi retailer. It's been grabbing an even larger share of the U.S. sushi market in the past three years. I just would never dream it. Wow. But I guess, you know, as big as they are, and I didn't realize they were that large. So to expand and include Albertsons, will they also narf up Piggly Wiggly? Okay. <laughs> you know, you don't want to lose Piggly Wiggly. And the Winn-Dixie. They're yeah. going to get the Winn-Dixie. Yeah. <laughs> Are they going to just own it all? So years ago, yeah. I there was a, a restaurant in Kokomo okay. um, that served sushi. It was a, you know, Asian buffet. Yeah. And so they had sushi, among other things. So it was there. I tried it. And whatever I had, it was delicious. Okay. It was fantastic. Loved it. Yeah. And um, every time I went there, I'd get a few, you know, pieces of sushi. It was awesome. Okay. And then one time I went there, <laughs> and I bit into my sushi. And you know how, you know how, like, when you walk into somewhere and, and they're serving fish, yes. and how that, that fish smell in the yeah, air? yeah. That's what it tasted like. Okay. I mean, just instant <laughs> mouthful of like wretched, awful fish taste. And uh, that's the last time I've had sushi. See, it only takes one time. Oh, yeah. Let alone all the many times you had mm-hmm. good sushi, one bad one. Yeah. And you're finished. Yeah. It was awful. You know, I, used I mean, to, it was awful. I used to love a place that was kind of a buffet, mm-hmm. and I'd eat the chicken. And then the the one time, there I am, gnawing away on my chicken, and then it's just blood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Needless to say, I had an issue before I even got home with uh, needing a restroom. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. It was terrible. Oh, my gosh. And then that ruined me. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, yeah. not for chicken, of course, but that place is sure. chicken. Sure. Well, that put me off sushi. Yeah. That was, gosh... I think my wife and I were just starting to date. No kidding. Yeah. So that's, that's been it's a while. Been yeah, quite a while. Now, this is uh, makes you feel like, boy, they really had a good relationship. Here's a Florida woman arrested after spiking her boyfriend's drinks with Raid Bug Killer. <laughs> Why don't you just break up, okay? Wow. Right? The victim was at a bar. He texted his girlfriend, hey, doll, I'm having drinks with the boys. She, of course, is jealous, not mm. believing him. He was on his way home, he said, and wanted to to drink with her, actually. After having two drinks, the boyfriend said he wasn't feeling well, and the woman admitted that she put raid bug killer in both his drinks. <laughs> the victim said wow. he threw up for about 30 minutes before he was even able to, to call 911. Eventually taken to the hospital for treatment, later released. She's been charged with poisoning after admitting to intentionally spiking those drinks. Now, things aren't going very well if you're doing that. And I... Right. Again, they're not married, boyfriend. Yeah. I just... But again, I I guess some people, they just... They feel better about poisoning you rather than just saying... And if she's... If she's... (laughs) Like it, those those cans aren't quiet. It's <laughs> How does he not? How do you not? 
I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> now, certainly it would taste different, wouldn't it? I would think so. That stuff has a very, like, noticeable yeah. smell. Yeah. It'd be like eating raid on yeah. fish. You know, you, you know it. So anyway, their relationship, you would think, would be over, but maybe he'll forgive her. Here's a 10-year-old boy detained by the police in Mississippi because he was peeing outside his mom's car. The boy's mom inside an attorney's office while the child and his sister waited. He had to go to the bathroom. So he got out and peed behind the car. That, as an officer, was driving by. Oops. The officer gave the boy a warning, told him to go back to the car. But that changed when a second officer showed up. That officer then arrested the kid and took him to jail. He was held in a cell, charged with child in need of services, before his mother picked him up. She was already at the attorney's office. <laughs> the, <laughs> the department said the child was never handcuffed, hmm. and it was a mistake to take him to the department since his mother was present. So is the sister in the car by herself this whole time what just watch <laughs> all this go down? <laughs> what did she do? Man. And how long before mom ever knew? Yeah. I just, uh, and, uh, there could be some issues with that, I would think. Hauling the kid off to jail. Mm-hmm. How many times have you pulled that as a kid? Even as an adult. Let's admit it, fellas. Okay? You got to go, you go. You go, yeah. Now, you hope to not get caught mm-hmm. because it is a serious consequence right. if you're older. Yeah. But if you're 10, you know, I... Yep. I know somebody, I think, that uh, got nailed at Indiana Beach doing that. Seriously. I was walking spectacle. walking back to my car from like one of the Indy 500s, I think. Yeah. And it's like, like I saw like four guys just. It's not, you know, because the restrooms are not readily available. No. And ladies out there, you know this more than anybody. I mean, you go to an event like that. The lines are long. Mm-hmm. The facility generally is very it's distasteful. Very yeah. And you got to go in there. Right. This time of year, hot. Oh. Let's oh. pretend we're at the golf course, man. Oh. <laughs> it's just. Yeah, let's pretend we're at the golf course. <laughs> just not pleasant in there. Yeah. It's just a cesspool. It's bad. <laughs> When's the last time you played golf? Oh, my. It's been years. Uh, yeah, same. I did, you know, I don't know why I got out of it. I, I you know, I enjoyed I it. I don't it remember the last cost time I played. prohibitive for me, really. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, me, I got to watch the money. Hmm. I've got to put my money in Bitcoin and, uh, you know. I'm not even sure I can swing a club anymore when I don't. after I dislocated my pinky. I That's, was so messed up by the time I, I quit anyway. It was, <laughs> but I do kind of miss it. Yeah. But uh, again, even in a cart, I'd probably make it through two holes and be worn out. Hmm. But maybe someday. Maybe someday we'll do it again. I seriously don't remember the last time. Been a long, long time. I went. Now, here's a delivery driver being hailed as a hero. 
after killing a rattlesnake that was on the porch of the home that he was delivering to. A ring cam video showed the 36-inch prairie rattlesnake slithering its way onto the front porch. The driver then killed the snake with tools he found in the home's garage. He started <laughs> rifling through their stuff. <laughs> What's in here? <laughs> the driver even cleaned up the mess oh. and took away the rattlesnake body. Probably going to eat it. Good eating. Tastes like chicken. He also left a message to the homeowner saying that he hoped they didn't have a pet rattlesnake and was sorry about the blood. Now, what would you do? I wouldn't go up there and attempt to kill it. I'd throw the package out of the run. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just, that'd be one delivery that, uh, I just, we thank goodness, and I know they're around here. I know they are. 36 inches, so that's, uh, man, pretty lengthy. Mm-hmm. But the, to have the common, you know, he searched the garage. What do you find? A shovel? A rake? What do you, is a it just open? Hoe? I mean, is it just... <laughs> While you're in there, you take a nice 10-speed bike? or <laughs> And let's hope this doesn't happen to you and your facility. Services were canceled at a Wisconsin church when a pastor noticed it was being ransacked by a raccoon. Oh, my. Ingrid Dunn said she arrived at Chosen Generation Outreach Ministry in Milwaukee to prepare for Thursday evening services when she found signs of a break-in. She used her phone to access security camera footage and quickly identified the culprit. The pastor enlisted the help of some neighbors to eject the furry trespasser. But the animal had displaced ceiling tiles and trashed the office. Oh, no. The night services were canceled while the church was cleaned up and a crew was called to make sure the raccoon didn't have any buddies still inside the building. Hmm. I've had issues for, I don't know how many years in my attic. I'm frightened to go check. I just let it go. You know, <laughs> I try to live in harmony. You know, it, I just feel like it's probably uh, a terrible mess up there. The sure wires is. are being chewed. Oh, yeah. You know. I just uh, I just act like I don't hear it. <laughs> so you hear? Oh yeah, like you hear like little oh, yep, like, yeah. like all know, the time. Turn the TV up. Oh, <laughs> I'll turn the TV up. That'll that'll fix it. You know, I just uh, I don't want a confrontation. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. So. <laughs> There you go, some tidbits. Uh, there's probably a whole, like, <laughs> safari up there. Just covered in feces, probably. Mm -hmm. Probably got possums, raccoons, <laughs> bats. A sanctuary. Barn owls. <laughs> so there you, there you go, some tidbits on this Monday, the 21st of August. All right, welcome back, buddy. Thanks, pal. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.